Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Ryan and Rush Show. On today's episode, the madness in the Big 12 continues. West Virginia looks to beat an injured TCU. And we announce a special giveaway at the end of the episode. All ahead on the Ryan and Rush Show. And we welcome you back to your source for West Virginia sports. I'm Rambling Rush. He's Moneyline Mac. We are the Ryan and Rush Show, and we're getting right into it. Ryan, already a crazy start to the Big 12 this week with Iowa State yesterday. What are your thoughts on that game before we even get to TCU? Uh, Texas Tech's not dead yet, clearly. Came back from 23 with about 12 minutes down. Unbelievable comeback for a team that's in the basement of the league to get to 1-8 and eight now. And then in the other matchup, uh, Texas over Baylor. Texas currently sits alone up top in the Big 12 standings at 7-2, and two, but a lot of basketball left to be played, obviously. And it's going to be a fun ride coming down the stretch here. It's going to be great. And it shows, you know, going into tonight with TCU, especially with their injuries. Um, I mean, just any given team on any given night, right? Um, also, want to let our audience know is yesterday we were on the podcast Hoops from the Hills with Mountaineer Paul. Uh, and Coos, um, we had a great time. Go check out that episode on their channel, Hoops from the Hills. Uh, had an awesome conversation about kind of West Virginia basketball. Talked about the Auburn game. Talked about the TCU game. Uh, the formula to get to March. Kind of the stuff we've been saying on this. But went into detail with those guys. Had a great time. Go check them out. We're going to figure out a time to get them on our platform and do some collaboration. So, But anyway, Ryan, uh, more importantly, it you know, especially with Texas Tech coming back against Iowa State, uh, shows that like we were saying, any given team, any given night. So how does West Virginia get lucky tonight uh, against TCU? And to start, already have Mike Miles. We know for sure that he's out. Eddie Lampkin, who in the first matchup, him and Jimmy Bell went out it, and Jimmy Bell definitely had the the upper hand, um, which was fun to watch. Was looking forward to that matchup again, but it looks like he's probably leaning towards not playing tonight with his high ankle spring game time decision. How does this TCU with those two big guys out? How does this TCU roster adjust to that? Uh, it'll just be next man up. I mean, they got a veteran group outside of Mike Miles and Lampkin. Obviously, those two guys are key pieces in the rotation. Uh, Mike Miles just got named to the uh, Wooden Award, so he's having a heck of a year, obviously. And he he gave his fits at the Coliseum, but they still got quality guys that can step right in. And Damian Ball, Chuck O'Bannon, Emmanuel Miller, all all who are seniors and juniors. Uh, Mike Peavy is also off the bench as well, quality backup. And Rondell Walker, he was with Oklahoma State last year, so another guy that can just slide in and give him quality minutes with Big 12 experience. And uh, Jacoby Coles, I think, will get extended minutes as well at the point with Mike Miles being out. With this kind of being the last year of the Big 12, you know, the true round robin where there's one home game, one away game, and with the same team, right? Um, and then playing TCU for the second time, obviously this time being at TCU tonight at nine o'clock, um, you know, you start to compare what happened the first game, um, this game is first game did an excellent job of cutting off the three pointer, right? As we keep talking about it only made, you know, one or two did not really have a good three point shooting game. I have a feeling that'll change, especially being in Fort Worth this time. Um, what, what else from kind of the first matchup do you expect to change this game? Uh, what do you are the Mountaineers going to continue to try to just hammer at, do well at? Uh, how do you see this game? You know, the second time, especially you were been on the coaching staff before, being the video coordinator before Ryan. How do you see playing a team a second time, especially when the first time was at home and now you're going to their court? Um, you know, the matchup changing up or staying the same. 
so you know, we out-rebounded them by 13, and they're one of the better rebounding teams in the country. Uh, last year, they led the country in offensive rebounding percentage. Uh, I think they rebound offensive rebound close to 40% of their misses. This year, not as good, but still quality, like top 25 offensive rebounding team. I would be shocked if we out-rebound them again by 13. So you know what Another Jamie one, Dixon's yep. saying all week. Hey, they kicked our ass on the glass, um, or not all week, since Saturday when they lost to Mississippi State. They pounded us on the glass. We got to hit them first. We're coming off a loss. They beat us. Um, go hit them, go seek Jimmy Bell, box him out. First blood basically is what is the term that they, they use as well. So, uh, expect a physical matchup tonight, especially with the shorthanded TCU team. Who do you expect tonight? So we, we've been talking about this, Ryan, right? The, the fact that, you know, we don't have that type of Deuce McBride this year, that guy to always lean on. However, there usually seems about once a game, that person to lean on. You know, whether it be, you know, Seth Wilson back at the Texas Tech game, a uh, Conquo or Eric Stevenson or, um, you know, Trey Mitchell from time to time is who do you think is going to be that X factor tonight? Who's due to have that career type of game? It's a great question. And that's kind of the million dollar question with this team is it changes <laughs> yeah, well, on is a n- nightly basis. Uh, maybe Keedy tonight. I feel like Keedy, it's been a couple games since he's broke out a little bit. Um, and then obviously when you go on the road, you lean more on your vets, uh, your, your seasons guys, because guys that have been through the big 12 gauntlet, Keedy's a Texas kid as well. So I think this could be a good spot for Keedy going back home to Texas, uh, to hopefully lead us to another road win. I think Keedy's a good one, especially we've been yeah. talking about him being the glue and you're right. He has been kind of a little quiet the past couple of games, especially if, you know, we want to keep cutting him off from three, um, just, you know, doing well in transition. Uh, Keedy's definitely the guy, uh, to do so. And I agree. I think, I think it's time for him to step up. I'm also looking forward to that, uh, next Trey Mitchell game. It seems Trey Mitchell's been a little quiet, um, as well lately. And I, I think it's time for him to get going a bit. Uh, and hopefully a Kunku has his third game in a row and comes up and provides that spark needed from the bench. So definitely one of these games where it's later at night, you know, getting to the dog days of February, as we talked about, uh, I think for the Mountaineers to win tonight, it needs to be another bench game uh, where, where they really step up and, and alleviate the starting lineup when they get into trouble. Yeah, no, you're going to need all hands on deck tonight because I, I know that they're shorthanded, but this is still a really, really good uh, TCU team and their experience. They, they've they played without Mike Miles before. They He went down last year in the Big 12 tournament, and they came back from 20 against Texas. So it, they're going to be ready to go. Well, yesterday, too, on the show uh, when we were with Coos uh, on Hoops from the Hills with Mountaineer Paul, as I remember, Paul brought up this great point is instead of having you know that Miles or that one go-to guy you know, maybe they spread out the ball a little more. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it causes uh, to get that extra pass in where they would maybe score a basket that they normally wouldn't have made. Um, do you see this happening in the game tonight? Yeah, because they have quality guys. I mean, uh, Damian Ball, he's already a solid backup point guard. It, he's not a backup point guard. It's like kind of a 1A, 1B with uh, Miles and Ball at the point guard's uh, position. So Ball will just slide in there and, and basically play the whole game. And then they'll slide guys in, like I said, uh, uh, with Walker and Coles and, and those guys. And then I expect O'Bannon. He's another guy that's been through the Big 12 gauntlet. So 
Uh, expect him to get a heavier load here. And Emmanuel Miller, he's uh, given us some fits there last year when we played down there. So, yeah, they, they got plenty of options to slide right in. It's it's next man up. I mean, we've gone through it over the years where, and we see it multiple times, especially in college basketball, where you lose a star guy and everybody can uh, the pick-me-up spot for one game. So I expect them to be ready to rock and roll tonight. Yeah, I think TCU is that team where it, not just their point guard, but it seems like every position has the 1A and 1B with how deep this team is. You know, 10 guys averaging double-digit minutes, eight of them into, you know, half the game they're averaging, you know, always have the good substitutions and getting fresh people out there. You know, West Virginia kind of can have that similar mentality, but it, you know, depends if everyone's on for the night. Um, but, Ryan, if the Mountaineers are going to go to Fort Worth, you know, injury-riddled, you know, TCU – Get that kind of surprising road win. How is it going to be done? What are your keys to victory to beat the TCU Horn Frogs? So they're not going to be as good in transition, obviously. That's that honestly, that's probably where they change the most without Miles, because Miles is gonna is basically a one man uh, fast break at times with the way he pushes that basketball. It's it's honestly incredible to watch. So I think they're gonna go back to more grinded out pit style, uh, Jamie Dixon with ball at the point guard. So um you gotta you gotta stay disciplined against this team because they with their motion offense they can lull you to sleep and they can get you on back cuts and if you're if you're lazy in ball screen coverages they do a good job slipping it with the big so stay disciplined on the defensive end uh the 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 glass uh, we we out rebound by thirteen that's what Jamie Dixon's pounding on that whiteboard all uh, practice long all all film session long headed into this game. So they're going to be ready to go. They're going to hit that offensive glass hard, it's even without Lampkin. So we got to block them out. No second chance points. Last but not least, man, it's always hard to win on the road. There's going to be adversity. The crowds, they actually have a home court advantage now with uh, obviously them being good in football. It's kind of brought some energy to basketball, I think. And obviously Jamie Dixon doing a good job there with uh with this group so uh you got to stay together and 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 win the win the game it's going to be a 40 minute battle here tonight yep and i think going back to to what we've been talking about what hugs has just done a great job of this year is figuring out who's on and off right away the sooner you learn that the better and you just stick with it stick with those guys and and keep it rolling it's definitely gonna be a tough one definitely gonna be a grinder definitely gonna be a late one right this time i'm right i know it's at nine o'clock tonight not seven (laughs) i'm not gonna mix up the time again uh, but like we said, should be an interesting one. Um, the Mountaineers definitely did what they were supposed to do last week and winning that road game at, at Texas Tech. So any additional road wins we can get from here is, is a bonus, especially if we can capitalize on what's going on with TCU. And then we're back against Oklahoma uh, Saturday, which is definitely a winnable game. So got to keep the momentum going. Got to keep the consistency going. Uh, got to build off of this. As Hugs has been talking about, you know, wait for the run. Uh, it's it's going to happen. So hopefully this is part of the run because – as we've talked about before, we got some uh, away games coming up and a couple of Saturday and Monday. So now's the time to capitalize off of stuff like this. So should be a good one, Ryan. No doubt. Looking forward to watching it. It's just another night in the Big 12, baby. Just another night in the Big 12. I love it. And hey, before we go, uh, we want to give, we announced yesterday on Hoops from the Hills. Again, go check that out with Coos and Mountaineer Paul. We had a great episode with them last night, Ryan. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Look forward to getting back on their podcast again, and even maybe talking some football down the road. But we promised the audience that we would be having a giveaway today. So with that being said, is we have some West Virginia gear and some Ryan and Rush gear uh, we'll be giving out. So if you leave us a five-star review on Apple 
or Spotify or subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave a comment on our video. Send a screenshot of any one of those to our either our Instagram account or Twitter account uh, at Ryan and Russ show. And we'll, we'll pick some of you lucky then, and we'll send you some gear. It'll be completely free of charge. Shipping's included, hats included, a uh, couple shirts we have from the fish fry, other West Virginia gear. So we'll, we'll figure something out, but we just love and appreciate you guys. And thank you all for all the support. Definitely going to just trying to grow this channel and uh, promote the Mountaineers. So of course, if you're able to let your friends, family, anyone know about us and have them subscribe as well. I guess technically it doubles your chances of the giveaway. So uh, <laughs> we we appreciate you all and and looking forward to the game tonight. Go Mountaineers, beat TCU. Yes, sir. Go Mountaineers.